I realized that the best uh, agents out there find ways to think outside of the box. And for me, that was to go back to, uh, go back to school to do multimedia design and development in order to give myself the tools necessary to market properties um, better than the average agent would, would be able to do. Stat Radio. You are now tuning into Stat Radio. It's that radio podcast where we lay the foundation for creatives to come together to speak on topics that move us. Hosted by your girl, Sasha Diamond, and I thank you for rocking with me. Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Sasha Diamond. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode is called Rent or Buy, Calculated Steps in Investing in Your Home. And I speak with my boy, Maurice Anderson, for all of your real estate needs. He's super knowledgeable, super cool guy, and definitely great to work with. So you guys tune in and get these gems. Let's get it. My name is Maurice Anderson. I am a real estate salesperson. I've been doing real estate for the past seven going on eight years. And I've been with uh, Roller Page since I got my license. Nice. And right now in the real estate world, um, you know, we're facing a pandemic right now. So I just wanted to get your take on what it looks like to be navigating through a pandemic and in real estate, whether you're renting or buying. And just let us know what are the best tips and tricks to be able to navigate that system. It really just depends on what market you're in uh, so you mentioned renting and buying and those are two different contrasts entirely mm-hmm. um and also what city you want to live in like uh for example if you if you're a seller we could start there right if you're a seller who wants to sell their property right now i wouldn't recommend it um there's no need for you to sell your property if you don't have to the only people that really should be selling their homes or condos right now is somebody who's in a financial a financial position that they cannot get out of. And the only way for them to do so is to sell their property because nobody intends to buy a home mm-hmm. with the intention of selling it uh, under a desperate situation, which would be, which would be now. You right. don't want to give away your investment for pennies on the dollar when you work so hard to get in, in the first place, right? So now, what do you say to folks that don't, we don't know what the future looks like? So how would you, I guess, is there like a a smaller checklist that you would, I don't know, provide to potential, um, potential sellers or what they might have to consider if they're like desperately looking to sell their home in a time like this? If you're desperately looking to sell your home during a pandemic, one that nobody has ever faced in our lifetime, um, you need to ask yourself a couple different questions. One, what do you need to sell for? in order to make sure that you can come out on top if possible without giving yourself any extra debt and two how can you sell your home safely because the last thing that you want to do is put your home on the market and say for example it doesn't sell because you didn't right. get a price that you're satisfied with now in addition to having a home that you need to sell you're faced with a health crisis and you have to go get treatment or potentially be laid up in in the hospital um, <laughs> fighting for your life which is not a a thing to joke around about. So in order to sell your home properly, a couple of things that you should do is make sure that the real estate agent that you are working with, uh, you know, has your best interest at heart. Uh, So in order to do that, uh, for example, you could list your property with an agent who knows the market, make sure that it's a a local agent who knows the market well, Mm -hmm. and 
is able to market your property virtually, for example. So you can have uh, an agent who does uh, 3D tours, 3D home tours. You can have an agent that does allow um, property showings. So long as you're not in the house itself, make sure that you have protective gear, like a N95 mask, uh, gloves, um, hand sanitation equipment. For any listeners that I have right now, I have signs plastered on the walls. As soon as you enter the unit or the house, right. you can see the letter that says, if obviously you've been in contact with somebody who has been infected, uh, infected, sorry, with COVID-19, First and foremost, leave the property. We don't want you in the property for safety reasons, obvious safety reasons and um, health concerns. So if you are very interested in a property, you can always uh, do a virtual virtual uh, home tour. You could do um, virtual staging. Virtual staging for anybody who doesn't know what that is, is a way to market your property with uh, 3D rendering of furniture. So you could actually visualize what the property would look like if you had furniture in it, which when you're trying to buy a home, you want to visualize how you could see your family living in that property, right? Right. You want to see how you can live in that home for yourself. That's absolutely amazing for that option to be available. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of these options were always around, Mm -hmm. but a lot of agents wouldn't use it because it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't mandatory. truly necessary, I'm sure. It was, exactly. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't mandatory. It still is not. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make sure that you can still get the best bang for your dollar, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're selling or buying, you want to make sure that you can give somebody that feeling that they want to have as if they were walking through your home in person. They even have um, uh, 3D uh, virtual uh, glasses that you could put on mm-hmm. so you could actually feel like you're walking through the property. Oh, right really? Now. Is that, yeah. is that something that the, uh, the real estate agent or the broker would have to invest in? Is that something that is like at the office or how does that work? No. So, uh, you can actually, uh, pay for the service. The agent would pay for the, for the service, uh, themselves. So typically okay. speaking, brokerages don't give you, um, these type of, uh, softwares to use for your clients. You have mm-hmm. to invest in your own business because this is, uh, your own business. You have to make sure that you can provide your clients with top of top of line service as best as possible. And that would be one of the ways you could do so. Okay. Okay. And in thinking about selling your home, and that's obviously not something that's on the top of the list. I'm I'm glad that you provided those uh, tips and tricks, but what does it look like right now? Because what I'm seeing in like, you know, many groups in Black Toronto, um, you know, um, there's particular there's particular pages and groups that are dedicated to finding rent rental properties for black for black people um, and it's it's great for real estate agents I'm seeing a lot of them in there but what does it look like right now as far as posting goes is there a, a high or heavy need for you to have to post rental properties or do you find that your clients post these properties on their own without your help and then when it comes to, I guess, the finer details with the contracts and, and, you know, the lease agreement and all these types of things, they then will come to you to get your assistance with that. Or is it kind of a point A to Z situation in, in this pandemic right now, trying to get the agent's assistance? How does it look? So typically speaking, uh, there's a lot of times where you can, you can market a property yourself, Mm -hmm. but it becomes very stressful which is why people would yes. hire a real estate agent. It's a full-time job. Right. And it's not one to be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. Right. You're, you're, you're going to be getting phone calls on a 
daily basis, hourly basis, especially if the property is marketed uh, right, mm -hmm. uh, and you, you can become overwhelmed. So my clients have full faith in my abilities. Uh, so they do get me to do the job from A to Z. Uh, what I am offering right now from my clients, um, thankfully, I, w I went back to school uh, two years ago. As I mentioned, I've been doing this for almost, uh, well, for seven years, going on eight years now. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, I wanted to find out how I can assist my clients uh, better. In order to do that, I, I met you, uh, what was it, five, six years ago now? I believe it was Probably. about six, yep. Somewhere around there. Yep. And during the first meeting that we had at a networking event, you introduced me to iMovie, because I told you I was, uh, I was interested in the film industry, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, right. I realize that a lot of times agents will I hire a photography agency or a media company to market the property, which is a good way to to get professional photos. But I realize that it's always the, the standard, you know, you take a picture, it's uh, in high defini definition resolution, and they just plaster it on MLS and try to make the market do the work themselves. Mm -hmm. I realize that the best uh, agents out there find ways to think outside of the box. And for me, that was to go back to, uh, go back to school to do multimedia design and development in order to give myself the tools necessary to market properties um, better than the average agent would, would be able to do. The abilities that I was able to come out with from schooling allows me to do a lot of things. I'm able to uh, create landing pages for for clients' properties, oh, that's so uh, building websites by coding, right? Mm -hmm. I can code a website from scratch. I can use WordPress and market a property. I'm able to operate uh, uh, drones, which a lot of people don't know how to do. And especially now because they change the regulations in, and to operate drones in a lot of countries and Ontario specifically, you need to have a drone license to fly a drone that has more than 250 grams of weight to it. Some owners don't want to pay real estate agents, honestly speaking, to market their property. Right. Uh, because you can always take pictures of your property, post it on Kijiji, Craigslist, or any third marketing advertising website to, to try and get a, a, a tenant. Right. For your, right. Now, that was before COVID-19 and the pandemic hit. Because we are living in a crisis that we have never experienced before, there's a lot of marketing techniques that a typical person may not be aware of. And if you even go on Kijiji right now, or any website you go on Google, type in rentals in Toronto, mm -hmm. you're gonna most likely end up seeing that they're advertising rentals right now with incentives. And those incentives are one month free, two months free, $500 off the first month's rent. Because some people are very desperate to get a tenant. They wanna make sure that the income that they were receiving beforehand is still gonna be available to them during this crisis and mm -hmm. thereafter. Uh, so my clients are asking me to market their property from A to Z because they don't want to deal with it. It is a full-time job, respectfully so, because you're going to be bombarded with phone calls because people still need a place to live, pandemic or not. You need shelter, no matter your nationality, your religion, your working class, or your current situation. Um, so you have to be mindful of how you can market the property and if you're going to do so you have to do it correctly if you were to be asked the question um, can you help me get this place rented do you 
promise turnaround times to potential clients or to clients. Cause I, I know that I find a few friends that I have that have rented before and have, have seeked the assistance from agents and things like that. They say that they get a lot of promises and it just turns into like a big misunderstanding and then, you know, communication yeah. breaks down. So how do you go about, you know, the communication factor on say a time like this, like this is all we know right now for the past couple of months that we're navigating a lot differently and there's a lot of different ways to approach renting and buying. So what types of things do you tell your clients that when doing the renting and buying, um, the, when they're doing their renting or buying and are there any, you know, cliches that, you know, are big no-nos like a top two or three no-nos as an agent that are not to be promised to a client. Can you enlighten us on that? Yeah, so to start off with your first portion of that question, I never give my clients a specific time frame. Um, what I do give them is a specific price range, mm -hmm. which I find to be more important. Because if the property is on the market for seven days or 14 days or 30 days, but then you end up not getting the price that you were promised, and then you're in a dire situation where you have to accept something that you wouldn't naturally accept because you're desperate for money, uh, you're going to not be happy with the service that I provided. Right. And you won't be happy with the tenants potentially because they were not the type of tenants you were looking for initially. So whenever I'm going to uh, market a property for a client and during the listing presentation while they're interviewing me in comparison to other agents, I typically do my research on the general area, as in the city they're living in, Mm -hmm. um, or their rental or the sell, sale of their home. And then I do an assessment on a, on a micro level. So macro and micro, basically. So say, for example, uh, in Toronto, because we both live in Toronto, although I have helped clients in different cities. Mm -hmm. In Toronto, uh, rentals have decreased uh, along with sales and properties that are hitting the market since the pandemic hit on March 14th or 15th. Mm -hmm. because we were told to stay in lockdown. Uh, because we were told to stay in lockdown, uh, sales decreased 67% um, as of uh, last month, and, and rentals decreased accordingly. Now, if it didn't decrease, personally, I would be very worried. That just would show me and other agents in, in my field that nobody is taking the pandemic seriously, and we don't want to end up with a situation like no offense to the United States, we don't want to end up in a situation like, like the U.S. is currently in. Right. Where they have, if I'm not mistaken, the last time I checked, there was over a million cases and almost 100,000. Yeah, well, well over. Yes. Yeah. Well so over. And that's only thankfully, we're in a city where, you know, our, our elected officials are taking the pandemic seriously and <laughs> the citizens are as well. But to go back to your question, I never promise a specific time frame because I let my time frame speak for itself when I do the research that's necessary to make sure I present to them the value of their property in mm -hmm. the current market that we're living in. All of my listings have never gone over 14 days and that's me pushing it. To be honest, on average, when it comes to a lease, all my leases typically are leased within four days but it takes about two to three days with negotiations and going back and forth the contract and all the paperwork and all of that exactly okay. so it usually wraps up within about a week 
So me saying two weeks is me pushing it. When it comes to selling a property, I have never sold a property and it's taken more than 30 days to sell. On average, my properties take about 20 days to sell when I have a, have a listing for sale. Um, that's only because I do my research. I don't go and look at, okay, say for example, you have, I don't know what kind of property you live in, but I, I say, for example, you have a four bedroom home, mm-hmm. you want to sell your property. I just don't go on MLS and look up four bedroom homes, detached in Toronto, uh, West End and call it a day. Right. I make sure that I look at the general stats for the city of Toronto, your specific area, mm-hmm. your type of house, if there's renovations done, um, if there was no renovations done, do you have any um, other incentives that would stand out in the market to make your property more valuable for a new buyer. Uh, Cliches that I typically hear agents telling their potential clients is, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I could sell your property. No time, not a problem. All we have to do is take a couple pictures and- um, They're making the promises. Up on the market. And at that point, it's just a blanket generalized statement mm-hmm. that allows the, the homeowner to believe you know exactly what you're doing in regards to um, marketing, but you didn't actually give them a full marketing plan or a breakdown as to why you want to price the property at a certain amount. There has to be a reason because when you have a property listed and you're going to get a call from another agent or even an investor, and there's a lot of sharks out there, they're going to try and pick at every little thing that you have on the MLS to find out your work ethic. Uh, Say for example, there's a property listed and if you live at 123 ABC street, Mm-hmm. That's not that's not how it is listed on um, the land registry. The land registry has plan three two one lot fifty seven and a whole bunch of other um, descriptions that you wouldn't typically know about. Now, if you list a property and the lot size and the dimensions and the legal description is incorrect, automatically that tells me that your work ethic is not the way it should be. You're right. probably rushing it because you're desperate for money. Now, if you're rushing it and you're putting in the description incorrectly on the MLS listing, I guarantee you I will find something else that is wrong with that property that I could use to my client's advantage to try and get a better price negotiated so that way my clients come out happier. See, that's when I, I'd like to say that there, that's what sets the good agents and the bad agents apart because there's a lot of bad experiences here in Toronto, especially because we're in a super expensive city mm-hmm. and it's not, uh, it's not an easy thing to be a homeowner here. So it's, it's one of those things that if you don't choose the right agent, your experience would be hell. And if you don't have an agent at all, it's just a hard experience to be able to navigate on your own. Yep what would it look like to like just give me the gist of what it would look like to get the assistance of an agent uh from point a to z i i call you maurice i'm desperately looking for a place and i need to move within a week or a week and a half my budget is maybe 900 to 1500 let's say uh depending on if i'm going to move in with a roommate or whatever the case is um how would you go about somebody who is looking that has like i guess an average salary not a lot of money to spend uh, what would be your steps in order to assist them uh, first things first is you got to make sure that you know exactly what you want mm-hmm. so a range of 900 to you said 1500 a month mm-hmm. 
right? Uh, automatically that tells me, especially as you mentioned, the prices in Toronto are very expensive. Some rental properties in Toronto is as much or even more than a mortgage, depending on the area that you're looking in. Right. To downtown Toronto. There's there's uh condo downtown Toronto renting for three thousand to six thousand dollars a month. Um wow. that is, that just <laughs> <laughs> that's for a two bedroom, by the way. That's for a two bedroom. Um, not a three bedroom or a penthouse, although those do fall in that category. You have I got stressed and I don't even live there and I'm not even looking. I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> it is very stressful. Crazy. A lot of money. It's not like it was ten years ago. Where you can get a one bedroom for the price that you just mentioned. Now uh, for that amount of uh, money, you most likely end up in a in a basement apartment or a bachelor. Now, right. to answer your question, if you came to me and said you're looking for a place of that amount, I would ask you, okay, that's no problem. I'll find you what you're looking for. I'll try my best. But I want to make sure that your expectations are set. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to work with you, we have to be on the same page. Okay. So you want me to get your place within a week? We have to make sure the ball's rolling as soon as we step out that front door to go looking for that property. Mm-hmm. Meaning... Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what exactly you need. Because once you find that property, the difference between you getting that property and your competition, which is another renter, is your documents have to be in order and prepared. Those documents are a credit report with a score. Uh, a, a cliche or a misconception is um, Borrowell, Credit Karma, any third-party credit reporting agency is accurate, but is not. It's typically a month or two behind because they get their information from Equifax or TransUnion. And those are, the on two, which one. those are the two uh, credit bureaus that you'd be asking for your report from specifically. Exactly. That are exactly. accurate. Those okay. Are only acceptable, uh, because we know that it's accurate and up to date. Even the, uh, the credit score that you would get from your banking app or mm-hmm. your credit card app is also incorrect because it's once again taking that information a month or two later from mm-hmm. Equifax or TransUnion. So you would need a credit report and a score, a proof of employment letter. In this circumstance, because we're in a pandemic, once again, you may have to use your uh, proof of employment that you have from HR or your laid off letter that you've received stating that you are currently temporarily laid off until further notice because of the circumstances we're living in and you're receiving payment from CERB if you need it and if you're receiving it. So just to recap, Credit report and score, proof of employment letter if you're still employed, um, three recent pay stubs, and if your credit score is below 650 and, and below, you're going to need a co-signer. Typically speaking, 650 is good enough for you to get a credit card. Our homeowners are very strict with their property because it's their, it's their investment, it's their baby. So let me ask you this, Maurice, is, is there a option or that you currently offer right now to do remote consultations with your clients to allow them to be abreast of all of the information that you just shared uh, to kind of tailor it to them? Because uh, again, there's renter, buyer, seller, right? So I just wanted to make sure that the listeners have the option to connect with you to be able to do uh, either a consultation because being, you know, everybody's um, making sure they're taking precaution for COVID-19, but what do you offer right now as far as consultation goes? Yeah, I do offer consultations. I do uh, one-on-one video calls through B-Bomb. I don't know if you, um, sorry, not B-Bomb, <laughs> Bomb Bomb video. Okay. Um, there's also uh, my Zoom platform, uh, which has increased 
um, in, in viewership and usership since COVID hit. Mm -hmm. I do one-on-one -on -one consultations on Zoom as well. And I, I'm actually holding a um, investor seminar tomorrow with one of my uh, mortgage brokers. It mm -hmm. does happen on a monthly basis. So we have, I have um, first-time homebuyer seminars uh, online, investor seminars online. Uh, it changes in addition to what I offer on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. I add to it. I don't really retract. But um, yeah, just reach out to me and I'll be able to let you uh, know exactly what day and time the next seminar will be happening. Mm -hmm. or we can uh, do a one-on-one -on -one consultation. That's no problem at all. Okay, dope. And just to, well, thank you so much for giving us all of that, um, all of that feedback with what's happening in real estate right now and covering all of those tips and tricks. I really appreciate it and being able to navigate through the pandemic. But I, we are going to go off topic now and I'm going to ask you to choose a song or songs <laughs> that best describe your vibe or energy right now in your life and career do you have any on hand yeah yeah i'm a big joiner lucas joiner lucas fan uh i hit but yeah no i i listened to him before he actually blew up um mm -hmm. uh, which I, I have a lot of pride in that I'm, I'm you know i'm not gonna say you can't jump on when he blew up because he's a very talented artist but to name him is because i'm going to name will that is my current song right, right now right uh, even before will jumped on the remix well since will jumped on the remix yo um well, not my, to say that he song. just jumped on like will like beat that beat up like i did not expect at all actually yeah, like like you said you see <laughs> forgot you know he was the first uh person to win the grammy a rapper mm -hmm. at that right yeah he, uh, he boycotted the grammys on top of that you know because he's such a great actor and he's been acting for so long, we tend mm -hmm. to forget the amount of talent that this man has. And, yes. Um, and, and I think uh, as far as, like, I mean, everyone loved Will at some, some point in time, but we definitely was slept on with his musical genius. Definitely mm -hmm. slept on. And I, I think he could have blew up way more than he did. But, I mean, that's the world, right? So yeah. Joyner Lucas is definitely, definitely, definitely a force to be reckoned with. I am in love with his visuals. I pay attention all the time to his storylines. And I love the way that he's directed his, his different, um, the different aspects that he uses when he's trying to send a message. And he does not have the care, the know-how care at all of what someone will think as graphic as it might be as offensive as it might be i'm glad that he takes his artistry so seriously and and i'm so appreciative of that um i, I try to learn an amazing artist yeah i try to learn from um almost every aspect of my life even in music so mm -hmm. i was watching actually one of his um interviews mm -hmm. and i think it was with will smith actually and will asked him how does he come up with the concept of his music videos because uh, they're so unique right right he said that he actually thinks of the music video first and he makes the song to the video that he has in his head really in comparison to you know usually artists to my knowledge listens to the beat and then they make a song to the beat he thinks of the video does a story um the, the um the shot list of the video and he has a concept in his mind then he defines the beat and then he makes the song to the video with the beat that he made or found, whatever the mm -hmm. case is. And I try, because I'm going to be, uh, I think we're, we were talking earlier and I mentioned to you, I'm doing a marketing video for a listen that I have coming up. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be trying my best to, uh, to intertwine that into my uh, techniques for my clients. So I'm going to try and, you know, think of the storyline first for the videos that I want to shoot and then work backwards from there. And I got that idea from, from joining Lucas now that we're, we're on the topic of talking about music. And so it's, let me throw that question right back at you. What, yep. what song is your mantra for your life right now? Okay, I think two. I, I don't know what was happening the other day. I was just on YouTube. I'm listening to a few Nipsey tracks. And one track, one track came up. Double up. That's it. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's the one where, where like the intro is like, uh, you know, they're touring the house and, and she. Yes. And, and she, before that, she knew Nipsey and mm-hmm. hadn't seen him for years. And then she ended up getting married to somebody else and was showing him the house and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I fell in love with that track. I don't know how long ago that track came out, but I, I, I'm a Nipsey fan here and there types of songs. I don't feel like I appreciated him the way that I should have because I heard a lot of his songs. Well, that's, that's no, um, that's no surprise to most of us that when somebody passes away, that's when everyone's streaming and when everyone recognizes their true artistry. But I, I really took this man in and I don't know, this song just spoke to me. The beat, everything, just, it's a, it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe, even down to the instrumental. It's just a vibe. So I, I've been playing that while I've been working the past couple of days. And I've been on reggae a lot as well, just listening to conscious music. And I will, so I will you, say. You can't, you can't just like float past that. What track in, for conscious music is your song? Well, I, I I was getting to it, but I feel like oh, I sorry, feel like sorry, sorry. I feel like um I feel like right now I was listening to a full mix of um of Sanchez and um there was a couple of Sizzla on there, but I feel like those those are it's just mixes that I was listening to. I'm not a reggae head. I don't know songs and songs and songs. I listen to mixes or things that have a whole bunch of like-minded music in it. Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm definitely listening to that right now as far as so conscious. Sanchez is an OG and you know uh, Yes. I'm not I'm not oldie, oldie soul. I love old stuff. And embarrassed how mine are you dumb? Are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> what, what what song from Sanchez? I don't know, Maurice. I listen to mixes. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna try to act like I know everything. <laughs> you mean melody? No, it's a whole bunch of songs. There isn't one. Oh, okay, okay. One melody. It's it's a whole bunch of. It's like their their greatest hits type of thing. Oh. I can share. I can share that playlist in the in the link in the description if you guys are really wanting to hear what I'm talking about because it's definitely a vibe to be working to, cleaning to, just playing outside. Now it's summertime and we can bust a lick in, in the yard and play some play some tunes, right? But Governor is definitely another one I'm I've heard and been listening to. Um and well Vibe Cartel's a genius. That man's in a cell and he's you, amazing. You know he came up with a country song like a week ago? I shall listen to that. I can't hate because i was like his songs are vulgar for me that's what i thought at the beginning and then when um then me and you came out it was done it was done that beat that rhythm that it was amazing so i am in love with what vibes cartel is doing right now so i'm all over the place with my music but whatever sounds good to me and hits the vibe at 
that moment I'm in love with and I do not discriminate with genres either but okay well when I when see that you just you know you, you went to the Caribbean I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Trinidad real quick okay and, um, I'm gonna mention Kess the band and uh okay big up Trinidad right hold on and then Kess the band there's so many songs well let me just pull up my playlist mm-hmm. I don't want to get the name of the song wrong I, I personally like the video because it makes me laugh a lot Oh, is there a little skit in the video? Little skit in the video. It's like a white guy. He, he bucked up on an old Trini guy. And he looked <laughs> lost. And the old Trini guy is like, oh, you want a shot? Come take a shot. The white guy's like, what? He's like, come take a shot. He takes a shot and he knocks out. And um, if you That wakes- was that rum punch? Sorry? That was that rum punch? I have no idea what it is. I don't know. My, my husband probably um, knows what I'm talking about. Shout out to my husband. Shout out to your husband. <laughs> Uh, let me try and pull up the chat uh, so I can tell you what it's called. But hello. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, that that <laughs> is one of my one of my songs. I really like that song a lot. Uh, the video is hilarious and it just has good vibes, as you know, all soca songs do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the total opposite of uh, Jamaican dancehall songs where you know. I'm finding my way to soca. Do not hate me, listeners, but I'm still trying to find my way there. I'm. Okay, I was there before. No, I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on in the soca world. So I'm trying my best to accept it and and make it a part of my being because it's, it's fair to <laughs> give it a chance. Um, especially all the soca heads out there that are ready for the summer, but summer's canceled for. A lot of us, uh, a lot of us that love this kind of music, um, but we will figure out how to navigate through that. So remote parties is where it's at, y'all. Virtual life. <laughs> have you joined any of those yet? I have not. I've been invited. I have a, a virtual birthday party to attend, I think, uh, the end of June. I think I, I've been doing a lot. Um, a lot of my friends and family, uh, we've been doing virtual girls night i've i've done a couple of virtual girls night on the outskirts like uh just being invited like on eventbrite and stuff like that um mm-hmm. definitely just uh parties i did my daughter's birthday party that was a great success uh birthday parties yes i'm being invited to those as well um but i think it's good i think it's good because everybody can all be there at the same time playing one track and everybody's jamming and catching up. So it's definitely something to do if you haven't done that already and you, you're underrating it. It's, it's actually a really good feeling to be able to see your loved ones and your, yeah. your friends being able to celebrate their milestones. And unfortunately, because we can't be around each other the way that we want, you guys got to make sure that we still support each other. If we got something going on, if there's, if there's a party, a launch, a baby shower, whatever, you guys make sure you support because there's no excuse anymore. I couldn't make it, right? You're yeah. at home, right? So <laughs> yeah, tune in. Um, that's funny. I, on. Uh, I haven't attended a birthday party, but I have done some virtual bingo parties. And I hmm. planned on doing was a big turnout. Uh, obviously, with bingo, there's a prize at the end. So uh, I do have prizes that I provide the winners uh, that I drop off, but I won't interact or, you know, um, give it to you in your hand i'll just drop it at the door and i'll skedaddle you know for safety reasons but um i will be doing uh more bingo online virtual bingo parties uh so i'll give you more detail uh so personally um what i am currently working on is i am i'm trying to expand my um my media team uh, because i already have with my brokerage an in-house graphic design team 
which is fantastic. They're, they're great. Uh, they helped me uh, with uh, marketing material um, every single day. Uh, but I do want to make sure that I have my own uh, personal media team. Um, apart from that, I do want to uh, be a lot more involved in the community. Mm -hmm. uh, so I do want to find ways on how I can go about doing that. And I will be talking to you about that um, later on down the line, because I know you are very active in the community itself and you, and you also know a lot of people. Uh, so I want to make sure that I do play my part um, with, uh, with, with my city, uh, with my community. Okay, dope. And I really appreciate that. You're definitely taking the correct steps to be the agent and being the right agent for a lot of people that would be looking for your assistance. So I really appreciate uh, the upgrades that you have made and the diligence that you take when you're, when you're doing your job. So thank you. Definitely someone to look out for. So again, I want to thank you, Maurice, for stopping by us at radio and for contributing to the topics that move us. Please, where can we find you? What is your social media handle? You could find me any, anywhere and everywhere. YouTube, uh, Maurice Anderson. Uh, I will be doing weekly episodes uh, starting um, this month. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find me on Instagram, Maurice on Homes, all one word, no periods, no underscores. That's M-A-U-R-I-C-E-O-N-H-O-M-E-S. On LinkedIn, Maurice Anderson. Facebook, Maurice Anderson. Give me a call. You could text me at 416-460-2201 or shoot me a quick email if you want to reach out that way. I have two different email addresses, um, maurice at mauriceonhomes.com or mauriceanderson at rollapage.ca. And my website is mauriceonhomes.com as well. Uh, so you can use any one of those avenues to, uh, to reach out to me and I'll be sure to respond. I typically have a personal uh, a personal mantra to reach out and respond to all of my emails within 12 hours. Uh, so if I don't respond to you within 12 hours, call 911. Something's wrong. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely uh, make it a point to, to give my clients and anybody else who does reach out to me quick uh, service because that is hard to come by. Um, Wow. So, Y'all yeah. definitely can't say Maurice ain't nowhere. You can't find him. He is everywhere, quite literally. So make sure you get in touch. And if you have any real estate questions, Maurice is going to definitely help you. And we will definitely be putting his contact information in our description. Well, there you have it. That was an amazing conversation with Maurice. All of the real estate things you will need to know, uh, we will make sure that we have his consult link in our episode description so you're able to connect with him on the one-on-one -on -one and you're able to get all of your real estate questions answered. I want to thank all of you for tuning in and just being with us and supporting the platform. I really appreciate you. I also want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at SDAT Radio Podcast and join our Facebook group for the latest updates on episodes and guests and their contact information. If you have a question, you can submit comments under the episode on the podcast platform that you're listening to. You also have the option to leave us a digital voice message through our anchor platform. All followable links and clickable content are provided in our episode description. And if you like the content that you're hearing, support our podcast by clicking the link in our description to support our show by providing a small donation to keep us going. Thank you for rocking with us and tune in next week and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Peace.